you to be established in the word of God. I want to take you to our service today and get ready to be blessed even as we were blessed. Your life will never be the same. Today's episode. As we gather, as we gather. 
May we glorify us. May your spirit work within us. And as we gather, may we glorify your name. Knowing well, knowing well that as our heart begins to worship, we will be blessed because we came. Because we came, we will be blessed because we came. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Listen to me. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies, His mercies never They are new every morning. Thy faithfulness. Faithfulness, listen to him. Great is thy faithfulness. Sing Father, we are grateful. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Please, let's do it better. If we are doing it for Jesus, we can do it better than we are doing. If your hands are yours, you want to put them together. Oh, I don't feel your clap. I said, if your hands are yours, you want to put them together. In Jesus' name, somebody shout your loudest amen. Oh, shout your loudest amen. We thank God for bringing us together this morning. Quickly, before I share the word of God with you, I want us to pray. The Bible said pray without what? We must pray without ceasing. What does it mean? It means what? Pray without ceasing means what? Pray what? 
Pray always. And pray what? In all things. At all times. Pray without ceasing. What else? Pray often. What else? Pray continually. What else? Pray without what? Without stopping. Pray without ceasing. Pray without resting. All right, so we are going to pray. Can we read Psalm 26 quickly? Psalm 26. We are going to pray. Please don't sit. This is, we are in the morning, oh, Charlie. In the morning. In the morning, I will sit and praise the Lord. Is that what the Bible says? I will sit and praise the Lord. So stand. Please quickly, Psalm 26. Let's read it. The Bible said, Declare me innocent, O Lord, for I have acted with what? Integrity. I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Declare me what? Hey, I can't hear you. Do you know that in the realms of the spirit, everything you see happen here, happens there? That's why we say the spiritual realm and the physical realm are parallel. If there are policemen over here, there are policemen in the realms of the spirit. If there are military men here, that's why even the angels of God are called soldiers. They are in the army. That's why God is called the host of the army. Host means the captain. And so you should, you should understand some of these things. So if there is a, a court in the realms of the, uh, the physical, then you should expect a court where? In the realms of the spirit. And do you know that there are a lot of people who have been convicted and jailed? But the truth is they are innocent. Is that not it? And the psalmist says that, Lord, declare me what? Innocent. We are going to pray and tell God that anybody who has brought you before a spiritual court, whether it is you, whether it's your brother, so we should be praying for your siblings. Oh, ah. when God saves you, He saves the entire family. So if you are saved and your brother is still in, you know, your salvation is something. So we are going to pray for every single member of our family. We are telling God that Lord, please, are you working with me? I don't want to be screaming today. We are telling God that Lord. Any member of our family who have been brought before any jury, anybody who has been summoned in the realms of the spirit, with, with whom the devil is accusing, saying all sort of things, whether it is you, whether it's your siblings, whether it's your parents, as we pray, we want to tell God that Father, declare us what? Innocent in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Let's talk to God. You want to pray and tell God, Father, declare me innocent. Father, declare me what? Innocent. Lift up your voice and let's pray. Lift up your voice and let us pray. Child of God, lift up your voice and let us talk to God. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus and we ask this morning that we'll be declared innocent. Innocent from every accusation. Innocent from any deception. Innocent from anybody speaking lies over our lives. We lift up our voice in the mighty name of Jesus. And we ask that, oh God, let us be declared blameless. Let us be declared innocent in the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody accusing us, anybody saying things over our lives, 
which are not true, we ask that, oh God, may we be declared innocent in the name of Jesus. Somebody talk to God. Somebody talk to God. Somebody talk to God in the mighty name of Jesus. When the Bible says, declare me innocent, what it means is that, Lord, declare me blameless. Some of you, when you are tried, you'll be fine with a blame. There will, there will also always be a blame against your life. Is that what it means? But you see, there is one thing that can clean and wash away all your blame, and that is the blood of Jesus. Is somebody with me? So you are going to tell God that, Father, anywhere I have faulted, anywhere I've made a mistake, I am pleading for your blood to cleanse me. The Bible says that if we say we have no sin, then we are hot. Yes. But if we confess our sins unto him, he is faithful and what? Just. What is faithfulness? Faithfulness means he doesn't change his mind. When he says, I'm there, I'm there. What is just? Just means, you see, he rules with fairness. You have sinned. If God is fair, God must punish you. Is that not it? But if Jesus comes to say that I, I will pay for their sins, then God must be fair enough to say you are free. Is that not it? Yes. So when the Bible says, declare me blameless, it means that Lord have mercy on my sins brought them away and cleansed me with the blood of Jesus. I see some of you receiving cleansing this morning in the name of Jesus. Whatever you have said which you were not supposed to say whatever you have done which you were not supposed to do, I ask that you be cleansed in Jesus name. So we are praying and telling God, Father, if I'm tried, let me be blameless. Blameless. They can bring a lot of accusations. You see, they brought Jesus to the high priest and the Bible said they were looking for something to condemn him then somebody came forward and he said eh, we had this man say he would destroy the temple and build it in three days did he say it? did he say he was going to destroy the temple and build it in three days? you know which temple we were talking about? the body that's what the Bible said your body is the temple of the Lord but if somebody lacks understanding when you talk about temple, they go and they attack a physical structure. So they said, this man said he's going to destroy the temple. But he took them 46 years to build the temple. And, they, so, and so he couldn't stand. Because when they accused Jesus of destroying the temple and building it, the people realized that this one is not heavy enough. Then somebody said, oh, we heard him say this. And the Bible says so many people came forward with accusations. But none of them stood. We are going to pray. Anybody accusing you. Anybody saying things you've not done. Anybody saying things that you know nothing about. Trying to condemn you and trying to bring judgment upon you. We are going to pray that Father declare us what? Innocent in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's talk to God. Hey, are you here? Lift up your voice. If your voice is yours, pray. Yes. Pray that you'll be declared innocent. Even if you are fought, may the blood of Jesus cleanse you. In the name of Jesus, let's talk to God. Somebody lift up your voice. Just lift up your voice and let's talk to God. Lift up your voice and let's talk to God. Lift up your voice and let's talk to God. Yes, as you pray, 
I see God declare you innocent in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. You see, when the Bible says declare me innocent, it means number one, declare me blameless, declare me guiltless. Some of you, you've done certain things and they are questioning you and you are denying, but in your head, there is something we call guilty conscience. And it will tell you, Mother, you know you did it. Is that not it? But the Bible said, Lord, declare me what? Guiltless. In other words, God must help you remove that thought from your head. So because of some abortions you did years ago. So you are beginning to feel as if, will I give birth? Can I really give birth? One day I met a young lady. When she gets pregnant, then she will have miscarriage. And she told me, I think God is punishing me for the abortion I committed when I was young. Do you know why she's saying that? The guilty conscience. Her conscience is declaring her what? Guilty. So when we say, Lord, declare me, it means that let me be free from guilt. Guilt. Things you've done. Some of you, as I'm talking to you, you've remembered. It means that your guilty conscience is still hunting you down. But the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse number 1, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yes. So it, when you say, Lord, declare me innocent, it means that, Lord, don't let me feel condemned. If you are condemned, you can't go far. I'm telling you, even if a door opens, you feel you don't qualify. Who say, Lord, declare me innocent? It means that let me be above reproach. Above reproach means that God should lift you up to a point where everything people say about you is, oh, Master, Master, it's not true. Ah, may really do. It's not true. Why, why do you put like talking? It's not true. It's never. There's somebody who is above reproach. And the things they say about you is not true. Above impeachment. Some of you, if you don't pray, you'll be impeached. You understand impeachment? Those of you who are following the American, uh, whatever, you realize they wanted to impeach Donald Trump. Impeachment means let's bring certain things against him and remove him from his position. No, you don't pray. You'll be impeached for marrying. Yes. Oh, yes, you'll be impeached because of something you did to somebody years ago. You deceived the man, took his money, and you broke his heart. And he cried. If you don't pray, you'll be impeached. So we are going to pray, Father. Let no accusation be able to remove me from my position. I pray. Anybody criticizing you? I don't know who. Be it your friends. See, she doesn't deserve the job. You can't give that job to her. She will deceive you. This guy is a bad guy. You don't know. They are trying to beat you, move you out of something you deserve. We are going to pray. As I'm talking to you, some of you in town, you don't have a good name. In your locality, you don't have a good name. Especially if you're a young lady and you are living alone. Any guy who enters your room, he has slept with you. I'm telling you, any guy who visits you, hey, this girl, she's a bad girl. Bad girl. Within one week, about seven guys. I'm telling you. I pray one of the days God will open your eyes and your ears to hear what people have been saying about you. Yes. Yes. You 
Go visit somebody and the woman will push her daughter inside. Because of the things she has said about you. You propose to somebody ready to marry the, the mother who say, I will not agree. Because of something she has heard about you. You are going to pray, Father, anybody that is altering false accusations and lies. Somebody said, we have heard Stephen. This guy blasphemed against God. But Stephen it was described as a man filled with the Holy Spirit. But the people said he has blasphemed against God. And they stoned him to death. Why? Because he was not declared innocent. Nobody declared him innocent. And when people are innocent and they are overwhelmed by an accusation, they cry. Is that not it? You didn't do it and they are, they are forcing it on you. Then you begin to cry. Then somebody will say, oh, on one of fire. He's the one who took it. Look at it. This is crocodile tears. But for the last time, you are telling God that Father, declare me innocent in the name of Jesus. Let's, let's pray to God. Let's pray to God. Declare me innocent. Pray. Innocent, Lord. Innocent. Innocent. Pray, 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 pray. Talk to God, somebody. Talk to God. Father, we lift up our hands and we ask that may you declare us blameless, innocent in your presence, oh God. We pray that we'll be above reproach. We pray that we'll be above criticism. We pray that we'll be above suspicion in the name of Jesus. Somebody talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God that nobody will be able to blame us that nobody will find fault with us in the name of Jesus and that every accusation and criticisms concerning our lives will not stand somebody talk to God somebody talk to God somebody talk to God yes you are declared stainless in the name of Jesus you are declared spotless in the name of Jesus no blame against your life will stand somebody lift up your voice and talk to God in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says, Declare me innocent, O Lord, for I have acted with what? Integrity. I see your integrity moving forward. So you see, when you don't act with integrity, you'll be found with a fault. Yes. When people criticize you that you slept with all the women in your area, you must be a man of integrity. Integrity means your yes is your yes, your no is your no. Yes. You know, you are doing it when they are saying, he says it's not true. Is somebody here with me? One day a man, a man of God, went to um, a restaurant and he took ginger ale. When he was taking ginger ale, people saw it and when you look at the ginger ale, it looks like an alcoholic beverage in, in America. Then people took pictures. Clap, 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 clap. Say, hey, the man of God is drinking, let's say, beer. Hey. So when the thing came out, he said, if by drinking ginger ale, I would be accused of drinking, then from today, I'll not drink ginger ale anymore. Yes. I'll rather choose something which is more plain and more visible for people to know. Some of you that drink, you are taking, you are taking royal apple, but it looks like beer. 
And sometimes it surprises people how you can pour royal apple into a glass. And you see the bubbles. Say, hi, this girl. So you must be a woman and a man of what? Integrity. Lift up your hands. Say, Lord, help me live a life of integrity in the name of Jesus. Oh, say, Lord, help me live a life of integrity. Yes. What is integrity? When we say somebody is a man of, or a woman of integrity, it means your private life and your uh, public life are the same. And I'm telling most of you, if you don't begin to enforce integrity in your life, one of these days, somebody will hurt you. Especially those of you who want to go far. Open your eyes. Those of you who want to do what? If you want to be a pastor, cry there, then, baby, every pastor is a womanizer. Is that not it? Every pastor is a thief. Chopping churches money. Is that not it? Yes, I'm telling you. If you are a woman, a, a lady pastor, you are taking people's husbands. You don't know. Yes. But pray that when, all what they say will not be true. Yes. When they accuse you of sleeping with people, make sure you are not sleeping with anybody. Yes. And allow them to say what they want to say. If you have integrity, you are confident. I'm telling you, people with integrity, they are confident. It doesn't matter what you say. They say, I know I've not done it. You can say whatever you say. You say. And people with integrity are always vindicated. Always. They are always vindicated. At the end of the day, they realize it, it is not true. Like Joseph. Joseph stood to his girl. He said, Potiphar, I have not done it. His wife said, you've done it. They said, put him into prison. He said, still I've not done it. I'll go. So he was punished for something he knows nothing about. But he stood to his ground. Are you a woman of integrity? Are you a man of integrity? Shout, Lord, help me live a life of integrity. Talk to God. Say, Lord, help me live a life of integrity. You see, one of the things you must understand is this. Sometimes, even when you are sinning, and at the back of your mind, you don't know that it's a sin. It is integrity. But if you know it's a sin and you do it, <laughs> you see, there was a man in the Bible called Abimelech. Abraham told Abimelech that Sarah is my sister. And Abimelech said, Bring, bring, it, bring her to me. Take her to my harem or my harem. Harem is a place for kings, concubines, and what have you. Muslims made up of. You know, I've been watching those adventurous movies. You see that? It's a net, it's, it's like a, a, a mosquito net, but it's very transparent. That's the king's wife's horror. They are always there. So they took her there. And Abimelech was getting ready to come in. That's why God had to shut Sarah's womb. From the way things were going. If, had, if Abimelech had made the mistake of, he would have given, he had destroyed the promised child. And God shut Sarah's womb. Some of you, so sometimes the thing that happened to us, eh, God knows why he's doing what he's doing, you know. So, as I'm talking to you, if by this time you are driving like six cars, your family members will kill you. If they don't do, they can't do it physical, uh, spiritually, they will come physical. But now, now they know that nothing good will come out of you. So you now, they, you are not even part of the assignment. Oh, yeah, probably obey, yeah, I was a victim. 
Victor cried there. Just throw Victor aside and let's attack the MPs. So all the witches have concluded that we are attacking this MP. We are attacking this guy going to the university. Who asked for them if they do them or leave them. Let them learn their trading. And by the time they realize it will take them by surprise. May that be your story in the name of Jesus. So he said, I have acted with what? Integrity. From today, you act with integrity. And he said, I have trusted in the Lord without what? A lot of you, you weaver in your faith. Weaver. Lord, I believe. Then he said, hey, will it work? This thing. Do you know what they are doing? You are weaving. You say you believe God, but you are stealing to survive. You say you believe God, but you have conformed to the system of the world. And God looks at you and says, what kind of faith is that? Now I'm telling you, if you don't lie and cheat, you can't eat. Now if you think I'm lying, tell me. In the system in which we live, my, my prepaid, uh, it looks like now every three days I have to buy 50 cities. But there are some people with illegal connections. Oh, they bought five cities from last two years. They are still using five cities. If you don't trust God, you follow the norm. You go and get an electrician to do illegal connection for you. When they catch you, you settle the people. So you see people with five air conditions in their house, illegal illegal connections and we are also tempted to follow but the Bible said you are in this world but you are not of the world if you trust God you say Lord I know you always give me 50 cities to buy credit, I know don't weep in your faith don't what now one day I heard a lady say that it looks like now there is money in gayism, lesbianism than the normal adultery and the prostitution yes sleep, if you're a woman you sleep with a guy you get like 50 cities, 20 cities, 40 cities but if you sleep with a gay or a lesbian you are making like 500 cities or 700 cities so you now you have been fornicating you know? now you have upgraded your level to <laughs> you, you must you if you don't trust God, eh, the things that will come out of your life, you'll be shocked. You, at the point you ask, hey, so, am I the one doing these things? Because this time you must get a guy, whether he's married or not, you don't care. To be giving you money and taking care of you. Is that not the system? And as we have the young ladies, when a guy helps you today, tomorrow you sleep with him. Because he's the one helping you. The Bible says that Lord I have trusted in you. You are the one I have trusted. Without what? Weeping. Without shaking. Can you say no to a guy because you trust in God? Can you say no to a very nice opportunity? A young lady at Tema, one day I went, when I went to pray with them, she told me, she said, Pastor, there is a man in my church. He's married with four kids. The man owns a very big company. And I, I, I went to apply for a job at this place. He told me he would take me to Akosombo, Holy Trinity Spa, for just the weekend. We'll go on Friday, we'll come back on Monday. He said I should just spend the time with him. 
just yes and after that I'm getting a job on Monday and the job is giving me 5,000 a month said, and he said the man told him that's even for the start yes for the start you are getting 5,000 but the lady said when I remember where I was for God to bring me to this level he said that I wasn't I didn't even deserve to attend the university so somebody met me and paid my fees from day one to the last day yes a woman paid everything and I knew it was God and he said if God can see me through the university he will give me a job that's what the lady told me so he told the man I will not and he told the man if you persist I will tell your wife yes hey when she went and told her friend her friend told her wait Jimmy Papa you are a fool yes and I know that lady he told her you are a fool tell your mother you have gotten a new job and you are going for recruit recruitment training at home yeah that's what the girl told and just go and say that three days what will it take three days and the girl said yeah, I can't do that then her friend said give me the man's number give me the man's number I'll go and try I've trusted in you give me Job the book of Job Job said though he slays me yet will I what are you here Though he slays me. Have you found it? You are looking at my face. What's the scripture? Please, let's take our last prayer and sit down. Let's be seated. Please sit down. Sit down. Let's read Job. The book of Job, chapter. Let's read chapter. Where are you? 13, verse 15. Job 13, 15. Job 13, 15. Speak to me, O Lord, my God. Speak to me, O Lord. King James. Oh, for your words. Wait, let me read this one. Look at it. God might what? Kill me. But I have no other. Oh, God might kill me, but I have no other what? Hope. Do you have another hope anywhere? Look at it. Give me King James. King James. Though he slays me, yet will I trust in him. Though God is killing me, I will do what? That is faith without wavering. That is faith without what? Oh, that is faith without what? Can you continue to trust him? Even when it seems he's slaying you. Can you continue to trust God even when it seems all things are working against him? Job said, though he slays me, though he kills me, I will continue to trust him. I pray that will be your story. Oh, I pray that will be your story. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you so much for accomplishing everything we've asked in our prayers this morning in jesus name amen we hope you've been blessed by this message for further information on reverend emos darko's tapes and books please send us a mail at rev.emosdarko at gmail.com or call plus 
Thank you for your time and God bless you.